Hello lads, welcome back to the Tree Left Feet Podcast, episode number two of season two. It's me, Kyle Neville, and I'm just with Jack Allen today, and it's just the two of us, the two left feet. Yes, unfortunately, Th- Thomas could not be here. It's, uh, we won't get into it, but he, he was, he's unable to be here this week, but yep. hopefully he'll be back next week. Um, we're also, you may notice the audio quality is not quite what it usually is, <laughs> but that is because we are unable to access the studio this week. Yeah. Due to unforeseen circumstances, and so we are currently recording this episode off of a, re- a, a a mic that I would describe as the size of give the people a a, a ping pong ball. Yes, yes, a slightly large ping pong ball. I would yeah, say. Yeah, no, definitely. That definitely. is perched up on top of a bottle of Disarano Amaretto, <laughs> plugged into Kyle's college laptop. So it's it's very makeshift. So you may hear some. Some noises in the background. Hopefully won't. But that that's our current situation. Yeah. And uh, if you are listening, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. Really do appreciate it. Um, yeah. So basically, Jack just mentioned it there. We are unavailable at the studio. And uh, yeah, that's just that's just it for now. So um, see what happens. Um, but yeah, Jack, how are you? And anyway, I am... I'm not too happy we couldn't get into the studio, obviously, but that, that that's just something that happens. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm good. I'm quite tired. It was a tough week of work this week. Lifting bricks all day, I was, and yeah. and Tuesday, and Monday, yeah. I was lifting cement. So, you know, it was a tough week, but what can you do? Exactly. You got there in the end, so fair play to you. Exactly. Um, how, how, what about you? How, how's your week been? My week has been very exhausting. I had... I was, to be fair, I was doing a lot. I've actually been doing a lot. A uh, work in college and had a few assignments due. So I'm ha- happy to say I'm done all them. Excuse me. And um, yeah, that's just that's me for now. So uh, that's it, really. That's what, it. What is it that you're doing in college? I don't know. Did you ever mention that? Oh yeah, I'm doing accounting and finance. I, I don't think I have. Maybe. A proper job. <laughs> a proper good paying job. Yeah, a proper, proper job, as they say. Um yeah, no, I'm a first year first year in uh, NCI, accounting finance. Um I'll just it wasn't my first option. I can get into that. I didn't get my first option. That that's a good one actually. What what was your first option? It, I was accountant, but it was in TU. Because oh. uh, everyone wants to go to TU. Yeah. It seems like everybody. Yeah. And it was the one in uh, Angel Street. Would have been with my girlfriend as well. Jeez, that would have been good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> it's the, it's the weird thing of um like imagine you're walking boy and um it's the awkwardness of hi oh my god hi <laughs> that's all sort of stuff though it's the awkwardness of that but um also what if you're fighting yeah and you walk past each other and then it's a hi yeah 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 it's a, no it's not even it's a bit of a. It could, it could even get worse. It could even get worse, like, being, like, I don't know. There's definitely some couples who had, like, fucking screaming matches in college. Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, and they're actually just screaming at each other. And even if they, bre- like, that would be my biggest fear. If we broke up. We're not going to. If we broke up, though. <laughs> Megan, this is how you find out. <laughs> Alive on the podcast. Literally. Um, if we ever. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, if we ever did break up, like. And I went to the same concert. I'd have to. I pretty much see her most days. Like, yeah, that that would be quite awkward. Yeah, it was actually. It was a more of a. I think it was more of a blessing in disguise because it was meeting new people. Um, 
in NCI now because no, only like two people from my uh, school went to NCI. The rest went to like UCD and Trinity and Ooh. TU. Oh, I fucking uh, fair play to the wild. They're nice lads. Yeah. D- did you know, actually? Go on, hit me with it. The school that I went to, Marling College, has the 10th highest... Uh, what What's the... Like when you go from secondary school to college? Um, like succession rate of, yeah success, success you, you, you rate. know what I mean yeah. the 10th the, the highest succession rate from secondary school to college in the country really oh well it did in like 2018 or 2019 Marion Marion College fair play to them fair play to them maybe I shouldn't have left now I find that <laughs> to be bollocks yeah that's... because you know Patty's Patty's had his glove around there I'm <laughs> not mentioning names. I'm not mentioning names. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. The glove. The glove. That's all that the matters. Glove. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know where you got that statistic from. But I, I was. I was just. Lo- I got bored one day, so I decided I look up Marion College because I seen that some skills have a Wikipedia. I was like, you know what? See if see if they had the Wikipedia, and they do. And that came up on it that apparently they have the ten. T- I'm, I'm gonna find this now. Go on. Uh, the, the actual name. I don't trust Wikipedia purely because you can yeah, actually no, no, but it wasn't stuff yourself. It wasn't actually from Wikipedia. Like there was a source on it. Oh. Um, where where is it gone? Right, Wikipedia. Mar- Marion College. Um, three left feet. Marion College. Best mates. Uh, oh, oh, here's some notable alum- alumni as well. Adrian <laughs> Kennedy went there. Uh, Adrian. Adrian Kennedy. He who he's well. He's now on. News Talk. He, is he on East Coast FM now? Ah, oh, whatever. Or, well, he, he's been on News Talk Classic Kids, East Coast FM and FM 104. Fair play to him. Fair play so, to Aiden. Th- that's where we'll be in a few you know, years. You know who um, went to Oldlands? I'm trying to think. The um, Philip Blythe Father Ted. Yeah, he went to Oldlands. Um, Dermot Morgan, isn't it? Yeah. And there's someone else. Oh, it's, he's a... Ah, it doesn't matter who he is. Did someone out of script? Someone told me that someone out of script. Yeah, I think I think that's what it was. I think that's exactly what it was. But um, yeah. Oh, oh there's another one actually. Dermot Martin, the Archbishop of Dublin, went to Marion College. <laughs> uh, right, wait. Let, let me find this. Let me find this. Uh, right. The twelfth of November, twenty eighteen. This is by the Irish Times, by the way, a reputable source, some would say. Yes, at that, least it's not the Sunday World. Uh, where. The high school is. The, oh yeah, the high school. Shite name for the school, by the way. Oh, I've high I've school. I've driven past them many times and like yeah. went on sessions with people from there when I was in like torture. The high school was a mad school for the for the session. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were though. They were because you had because it was in Rathgar, so you had people coming like from um like from places like. All over. So you had Ratgar, you had Ratfarnham. Then you have like the like more working class areas around there, like Cambridge, Harold's Cross, um, even Crumlin as well. So you had all that. Yeah. Who like got them out of it? Got them out of like thing. But um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, fair play to them. Yeah. Fair play to them. Is all right. I can say. Th- this was November twenty eighteen, right? We'll have a look at the top ten, right? Oh, there's a top twenty five. Right, this is the whole of the country. This is feeder schools. Now, is it feeder schools into college? I think it might be. This couldn't. Oh, yeah, I am sorry. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, jeez, I keep on bumping. Um, if Marion's on this, right? Marion, I left Marion for a reason. That's all I can say. Ah, uh, hang on, hang on. Go on, go on. 
it's not it, it it's a league table so there's different things taken into account right, so yeah. considering the area and oh uh, yeah because someone said ball if you're gonna say balls bridge because that's where marion is although yeah balls bridge for an area is fucking upper class you know Sandy beaches, not sandy beaches, but <laughs> riddled beaches, riddled, riddled with beaches, <laughs> riddled with beaches. I've never heard that phrase. An before. abundance of beaches. <laughs> An abundance. Oh god. Uh, um, oh, I can actually talk about something. Um, or unless are you gonna are you gonna say that? Well, I, I was gonna finish. Go on, go on, finish it. You, you save yours, right? Yeah. So this is the league table. Is the top of this like? Top of the state. So I think it's how... It's a league table. I think it's how they rank the colleges in America. So it it's... The list features many of... The, oh, no, hang on. I, I, this is a lot of silence, but I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out. Yeah. Um, it's, it, right, okay. In the new list, the researchers of the Irish Times reevaluate the performance of schools based on social background of the school. Skills are given additional credits if there was high local unemployment, low levels of computer ownership, a high immigrant population, and low levels of participation in the third level. The size of the school was also taken into account. So this is the league table. This is basically... This is the Premier League of schools in Ireland, right? So... 25th. Kalosha Own. Still organ. Very good school. It's an Irish-speaking school. It is. Oh, um. Wankers. <laughs> I know it's a it's good few good few yeah. people I know from it so yeah nice hey, but people. yeah you went to school beside it didn't you it wasn't far from yeah it was literally just up the road yeah. on the uh, N11 uh, Conlitz also in Ballsbridge yeah rats <laughs> rats New Park that's where Chris Chris Andrews went and I and I told <laughs> and I told them what they're known for Oh yeah, you oh did, yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't mention it live no I couldn't C- can we also just address in that first episode me and Thomas put out. I said we've had some great guests, such as, and I said Chris Andrews, and Thomas went, eh. Yeah. I just just want to publicly address this, right? Yeah, go on, go on. He did not mean that. No, he didn't. That was was an off-the-cuff statement. Chris was one of our best guests. He was brilliant, he was. And some of the stories told me about him uh, bunking into United matches and... um, Israel. Israel, bunking <laughs> into Israel as well, getting banned from a country and own his own coffee shop. Like, he had some incredible stories. Yeah, he was a very in- interesting man and he, he, he told the stories very well. Yeah. So, Chris, we know you're listening because yeah. you're a loyal supporter. You're the, so, thank you very much. The number much. one listener of the Tree Lefty podcast. I'd say he is. I don't Other think, than ourselves. I don't think he follows the new Instagram though, so we might have to. I know he does. Oh, he does. He I, does. I made him. I made him follow it. Right, good man, Chris. Good man. Because uh, we know you're listening. So yeah, legend. We, yeah, we just want to apologise for Thomas's snide remark. Snide remark. He did not mean it. No, he didn't. Right. Anyway, we, we, that's right. why he's not on here. He got. He had to get punished he for got it. The boo. He got. He had to get a clatter. Right. 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 Good. Keep going. That's twenty fourth. Twenty third. New Park. Black Rock. Any Any opinions on that? New Park is the one we just said, Jack. That's where Chris went. No, we said Conlitz. No, we said New Park. All right. Sorry. New Park. <laughs> New Park. Right. Christy. 22nd, Castle Troy Community College, Castle Troy County, Limerick. Meh. L- yup, Limerick. Oh, Limerick, yeah, Chicken Hut. We will be chicken there. Hut. Not this week. We said we'd go this week. We can't go, but we'll be there soon. Yeah, promises. Okay, right. 
twenty uh, second Benildas Saint Benildas College. Yeah, in Salorgan. Yeah. Salorgan. Salorgan. That would be the rival school of Oldlands. That would be. One <laughs> 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 Okay. Right, Catholic University School, eighty nine Lower Leeson Street, Dublin two. That's the one right beside uh, the institute. You know the one to the left, on the institute. I think I know it. I was gonna go there. I was mean seriously. Yeah, in um, it was between Marion or there, pretty much. The the Catholic University School. Yes. Oh, I where um, I'll tell you after. I I I didn't know that was a place before. Okay, right. Well, it's a, it's a good school. It's a very good school. Um. 19. Christian Brothers College, Monkstown Park, Dunleary. Yeah, I know it. Don't I know, know it. it. Christian Brothers, yeah. Um, yeah, it is what it is. It's Christian Brothers. Yeah. It's probably just a normal school. Oh, go on. Say 18. Gory Community School. <laughs> There's a fun fact about this. This is the largest school in Ireland. Gory Community. Fuck off, really? Swear to God. Swear to God. The, large, the largest school. Oh, you're talking like... 5,000 students Jesus Christ that must be awful oh yeah yeah no because think about it it's the biggest it'd be the biggest town I'd say the biggest town in Wexford yeah yeah it would be yeah. the JD of Ireland oh. bring it back to season one I hope I hope a lot of people get that yeah. I hope they do taking it back to the old school taking it back to the old school <laughs> right go right. on right. I'll, I'll rattle a few days off yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven then. Uh, Wesley Wesley College yep nice school Ah, it is what it is. It's Wes. Good discourse. <laughs> we never Good. went to Wes, did you? No, I didn't either. No. No, uh, I didn't. Temple Oak College. Don't know. I don't know. No, nor do I. Ratmines College. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Our Lady School, Temple Oak, Terranure. Yeah, I've heard of it. It's, it is what it is. Like, it's a girls' school. It's in temp, It's in Terranure, so fair play to them. Never heard of it. Uh, St. Mary's College, Ratmines. Yes. This is a very, this is a Protestant school. Ah, ah. Uh, we can't. Uh, fucking horns. <laughs> that is a I'm joke. Sorry, by I'm the way. sorry, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> We're getting cancelled. Oh no. <laughs> We're getting cancelled with a mic on a Disarano. What is it? Disarano? Disarano, originally, since 1524. Jesus, that, that's fucking good going from them. Fair play to Disarano. 1525. Oh, also, I want to give a shout out to Carl Napper with the Disarano. He makes the most fantastic drink with it. Does he? Just so you can want to get like a small glass, maybe like a, a two hundred mil glass. Yeah. Fill about halfway. Right. Put a load of ice into it. Okay. Get maybe half a lemon, a quarter of a lemon. Right. You want to squeeze the fuck out of the lemon, rub the lemon around the rim of the glass, and just drop it in. It is fucking mwah, mwala. As they say, as they say in Italian, bellissimo. It did very bellissimo. Yes. <laughs> it's very bellissimo. Yes. Right. Where were we? Number 11. Dominican Convent Muckers Park. Boo! <laughs> Boo! I know, I know girls from there who don't like me anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry! <laughs> I'm sorry. It was, uh, it was a long time ago. Please forgive me. Right, that's number 11. And number 10. Beating out Muckers. Marion Collins. Yes! Yes. Yes. Oh. And that is solely because of one man and one man only... John McAvoy. Ah, oh, the legend. The man himself. It's solely because of him. What a man, honestly. What, what, what a Brilliant. Bloke. Brilliant don't, fella. Don't know how we finished in the top 10. If Oldens aren't on this, I'm going to be fuming. I'm uh, yeah, going to be fuming. I, I don't think they are. I, I don't know how we finished in the top 10 because if we're going, like if this is a 25 team table. Marion are 25th. We're, 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 getting, we're getting conference league. <laughs> <laughs> there's, nah. there's enough spots here for, for Europe. 
after someone wins. You should the be cup. in the relegation battle. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be in League Two. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh, there's an alarm. I don't know. Can you hear that? Right. Number nine, Saint Michael's College. Well, you'd fucking want them to be there. Yeah, Michael's. Um. Ah, yeah, Michael's. Are Michael's good? Nice people in there. Yeah, so um, some nice people, but you pay a lot of money to go to. Yeah, it's, what is it like? It's I think it's five. It's between five, five and eight. Five a year, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of money. Ridiculous. Right, number eight, Loretto. Loretto at the green. Loretto green, yes. Loretto at the green. Yeah, yes. that's... Also a fee-pound school. Yeah, yeah. Very expensive. Very good school, apparently. I've heard that, I've heard that, yeah. Fair play to them. No opinions on it. Never no. been. <laughs> Don't want to go. Number seven, Alexandra College. Yeah, it's um, it's a boarding school, actually. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, I know. The boarding school, that'd be shy. I know, I know. It's, oh, God, it's in... I think it's on Milltown Road. It's in Milltown. It's in Milltown, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, it's I've not. It looks weird in there. It doesn't look like a college. The the entrance in it is gorgeous, but then you look at the buildings and you're like, Jesus. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Number six, Saint Magdara's Community College, Temple Oak. Oh my God. That's a fucking mouthful. I know. Went there, and I'm not mentioning them. Next. <laughs> Number five, Gonzaga College. Ah, oh, um. Don't you know, pump it up, Gonzaga <laughs> for the cup. Uh, right, well, we'll move swiftly past them. Number four, we're getting the Champions League. Here What's we your... go. Oh, there's an oh, ad. Oh, there's an ad, right. Be savvy. Louis. Louis. Oh, Louis are our Champions League. <laughs> Not a chance. I'm sorry. <laughs> Champions League football for Louis. <laughs> I've actually worked in that skill. My dad has a lot of work in that skill. Does he? Yeah. So, Brilliant. There's one for you. Brilliant. Right. Uh, Number three. What? Kalash de Flanon Inish County Clare. Is Inish as in Inish more as in the Aran Islands? No. It cannot be. No. Because no, it's, if, it's if, definitely not. It's definitely if they're going not. off like computer ownership and levels of unemployment, surely the Aran Islands <laughs> down there. Yeah. Primitive people. Yeah, it must be. Right. But, ah, shall look. See what happens. Fair right. play to them, anyway. The, the, they're in Clare. They're in tour. They also get Champions League football. They're like uh, Tottenham. Colossus de Flan Inish are Tottenham. Yeah, right. Right? Colossus de Inish. Could get battered by someone at fifth, like Man United, Gonzaga. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right, number two, number two. St. Andrew's College. Where's that? Booterstown. Yeah, where? Okay, so... You know where Firehouse Pizza is and um, what's that pub? The Punch Bowl? Yeah. Go up that road and then take a right. It's oh, a, right. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, that's a nice school. Good yeah. Megan was meant to go there. Whoever Megan is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. She was meant to go there. Yeah. Right, so it's that, a mixed school. That's number two. St. Andrew's College beating on the last day. But Liv- I, Liverpool. I, that's Liverpool. That's the Liverpool of Irish schools. Andrews. Beating on the last day. What's number one, baby? Number one. Now, if this is not Oatlands, that means that Marion College is superior. You <laughs> made an awful decision. Yeah, stop. Number one. It must be Blackrock, surely. The, the high, high school. school. Oh, yeah. Oh, we Obviously, said we said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, high, the, high, the high and dis- Diocesan school, Zion Road, Rathgar, Dublin. That sounds like it's in fucking God knows where. Yeah. Fucking Zion Jesus Road. fucking Christ. The high school. Do you know much about them? Did Appar- we about uh, yeah, no. Apart from me going... Um, I wasn't drinking, but the, they were in, like, torture. Oh. Um, scum. <laughs> filth. <laughs> Absolute filth. Yeah. 
A lot, a lot of them now live in like have gone abroad for college. Of course they have. They definitely have fucking. Oh yeah, they bags mad money. Bags they of money. Mad money, I'd say. But fair play to them. Fair play. Most of them, I put my finger on most of them going to the Netherlands because they love it. You know what I mean? They love the green. The Ganji. The Ganji. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> the sweet Mary Jane. The sweet Mary the Jane. The wacky to Turns into sweet Mary Pan at the end of the day. <laughs> right. Anyways. Well, well that, that's the the top 25. Marion College coming in with a solid 10th place. Oatlands in the championship by the looks of it. Yeah. And the high and in school coming first. Well, the, the, it is literally called the high school. No wonder, yeah. they, no wonder they love the weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's very true. That is very true. Yeah. Well, well, that's we were worried about what we were going to talk about because we were confused. That's killed twenty minutes of this podcast. Yeah. Well, killed. That makes it sound like we were doing that for. <laughs> that's what we are doing. Yeah. That's what we are doing we're, this. We're week. just talking for the sake of talking at yeah. this stage. Now, um, I want to go on to my topic. Um, so basically, you had a story in the middle of that. I don't know. Can you remember? Oh yeah. Oh shit! I went to I went to a live podcast last night. It did. It red-handed. Did. Red-handed. This has become the red-handed fan podcast. <laughs> thanks to Quilks. Go on, tell us about it. Um, oh, it was great. It was great. They played in... Um, oh, what the fuck's the name of it? Vicar Street. No, not Vicar Street. Um, uh, Liberty Hall. Liberty Hall they played in. And uh, it was great. Um, yeah, no, they just they just told... I won't spoil it, if you are going. Oh, no, they're not in Dublin anymore. Um, it was about a story about... Um, a ma- Oh, no, we won't go into it. It's a very grim story, it is. But, um, oh, we'll save it for another day. We'll save it for the Halloween special, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, um, is that going to be next week? Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, of a man named B, that's all I'll say. And he's a fucking disgusting man. Anyways, um... I went to their live show and it was great. I really enjoyed it. And um, to be fair, the two people that I went with, um, Megan and Megan's cousin, Sophie, who listens to the podcast because I made her listen to her. Um, shout out to you, Sophie. Shout out to you, Sophie, a legend. She got, Megan and her got very drunk last night and Sophie <laughs> just, at, like, Sophie just started screaming stuff and they kept on, like, it was almost like they were having a conversation at that point. Oh. Yeah, and I was there like this, oh, Jesus. Um, but they had like tr- they had um a segment called um confessions where the audience got involved and like you did it online and you just type in like certain stuff like yeah. like certain like your true confessions and like someone would be like I don't know, some of them would just be mad like I had sex with my ex because I had sex with my ex while my boyfriend was sleeping next door like that sort of stuff what the fuck? Oh, yeah, no, it was mad, it was. It was mad, and to be what, fair... Is this, like, some more porn or something? Because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I know, I know, it does, it does. But it was, it was... Ah, yeah, it was good. It was good, all the same. Did you Did you give any confessions? I said me confession last week, I'll tell you after the podcast. All right, okay. It was to do with another podcast. Um, I'll, uh, yeah, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell right. you after. You, and you didn't get a chance to shout out? No, the they didn't shout me out. They didn't shout me out. You, you put that in the confessions, though, did you? Uh, it was something to do with the podcast, yeah. I had to, good yeah. Good man, good but man. But they, they never showed me out to the rats. Fuck Anyways. Um, fuck you, red-handed. Nah, no, 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 no. No, no. because no, here's what happened after. So, at the end of it, they were like, thanks very much. They got a photo like with the whole crowd, and then we left, and we were waiting outside, and we were talking to these people and all that. Next thing you know, 
Hannah and Saruti just yeah I know, I know. Names? yeah that's the names of Red oh, Anders right. they yeah. just walked out the front door and they were so, and we took photos with them and we were talking to them I was kind of like I didn't want to say Anne because I've only li- I have listened I'm not like a huge listener of them yeah like if Blind Boy Bow Club who I am going to see in like two weeks time oh where's that Vikashi ah Megan is I'm trying to get my girlfriend to go she's not budging because she thinks he wears a mask and that's scary um, <laughs> yeah like a fucking bin bag like and <laughs> yeah but um, you're more than welcome to come check if you want if Megan doesn't want to go I, I will go Grant, I will Grant, go. Grant and we'll storm the stage and we'll make him go to Chicken Hut with us yes there we yes. go um, but what was I going to say so basically um yeah, so we just got photos with them and they were having the pure chats and they were great. They were brilliant. So um, them. go listen to Red Handed as well. It's actually a, it's a if you if you're really into true crime and true crime podcasts, um, it's really good. Like they have one on um, they've loads of podcasts. They've some of Jimmy Savile and um, not really a great name to say. No, no, just, just gonna <laughs> name drop him. The um, here. sorry. But it's a true crime podcast, and it's really, really good. Like, the first episode I got into was um, uh, the Guildford Four and oh, the yes. Maguire Seven, who I'm actually writing a bit about for this podcast. And um, obviously, the, I'm not going to rob that whole idea, yeah. but they did a brilliant job with it, and I have to say. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, fair play to them. Fair play to them. Yeah. Just oh. they're just two London girls. Just oh, they're from London, are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Just making a making a podcast. To be fair, though. Ha- uh, Hannah Mag- our second name is Maguire Hannah Maguire sounds a lot like Harry <laughs> it does. Harry Maguire <laughs> um, I think her family's Irish yeah but the name Maguire definitely. yeah 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 and Saruti is Indian <laughs> so yeah they're brilliant though so um, if they ever do play in Dublin again please go watch them because they were actually brilliant have us on a support yes we'll open face yeah and I was to be fair though I was looking at that and being like Fuck me, I would love to do this. Mm. One day, one day, sell out a show. Any show it can be, fucking... It's not going to be the OH again. Um, that was not a show. That was not that a was show. That was a spectacle. That was, a, <laughs> that was something for the ages. There was no flash photography for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will do a live podcast one day. Yeah, we'll, yeah we will. We'll, we'll. we'll live in the moment for now. Yes, and if... What was Megan's cousin's name? Sophie. So if you start heckling us when we do our live podcast, Kyle may be forced to come down and administer a swanton bomb. A swanton bomb? And 619. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, like a, sounds like I'm ringing someone. A <laughs> 619. It's going to ring up from the stage. Here, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, right, yeah. so we're, we're 27 minutes in. Jesus, yeah. it does not feel like that. Time flies when you talk show. Do, do you know what I've just realised, right? Go We're on. 27 minutes into this podcast, and we both still have the earphones in, even though they don't work. It doesn't matter. It no, sounds I'm, cool. I'm taking it out because... Yeah, it's fair. fair. I, I realised that a minute ago while you were in your story. I didn't want to interrupt you. But why did we have the earphones We can't in? even hear ourselves. No, it's great. No, the earphones are plugged in, though, but we can't hear ourselves. Right, but yeah. right. We're loose now. Anyways, we're moving on after twenty-seven minutes of waffling. Yes, that's that's what that was. That that was that was filler. Lads, we thank you. If you are listening, if you keep on listening to this, you are you are a true legend. No one's gonna hear this. The only person that's gonna hear this is Thomas, <laughs> or Chris, or Chris. Yeah, <laughs> Th- Thomas and Chris are and the only one. ones that are gonna hear it. 
Yeah. Anyways, so um, last week Thomas put up a couple of polls. This is my story. It's gonna dive into it. Thomas put up um polls on what we want to talk about, and someone put up Ring's End and the people, right? So I wrote a that, story. That was just before I start. That was Sean Redmond. Oh, Sean Redmond. Fair play to you, Sean. We actually get him, man. Lovely fella, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> Sean, you wanted a story about someone from Ring's End. I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you the story of a person named Jimmy Dunn. Now, Jimmy Dunn isn't going to remind you of anybody. It's probably... There's probably 10,000 Jimmy Dunn's living in Dublin. Because mm-hmm. it's such an Irish... It's such an old Irish name. It really such is. an old Dublin name. Yeah. But this is the story. Doesn't he play for Arden now? Oh, yeah, there is a Jimmy Dunn playing for... There is a Jimmy Dunn playing for Arden now, yeah. He plays for Burnley? Burnley, I want to say, yeah. Oh, no, that's... Not, who moved to Wolves from Burnley? He does play for Burnley. Jimmy Dunn and Nathan Collins both played for Burnley at the same time. Yeah, 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 that's all it was. Yeah. Anyways, the story of Jimmy Dunn. Now, a lot of um, listeners who don't know football, right, where this will take an exception to it. Because yes. this is an incredible story. Of how Jimmy Dunn holds the record for all for all time consecutive goals scored in England. It's not Jamie Vardy, by the way. Everyone yeah. thinks it's Jamie Vardy, but it's not Jamie Vardy. So Jamie Vardy in twenty, I'm gonna say twenty fifteen and sixteen. When when did Leicester win the league? Twenty fifteen and sixteen. Was yeah. that year? Yeah. Yeah. So in that year, Jamie Vardy broke the Premier League record. This is now for the most goals scored in consecutive games. So it's a goal a game, pretty much. And he done 11. 11. Yeah, 11 consecutive games, yeah. It was against Man United, I remember. He absolutely done Matteo Darmian. Yeah. Yes, he did. But the record, if you still count the old English league, the old Division 1 that was there since the eight, I mean, like 1870s, for God's sake. Yeah. The record is held by a man, by a man born and raised in Ring's End. Jimmy Dunn. Jimmy Dunn. Jimmy Dunn. This is the story of Jimmy Dunn. We've built him up. Yes. Tell the story. <laughs> born on 3rd of September, 1905, in Rings End. He was born on 18th Cambridge Street. 18th Cambridge Street? Yeah. 18th. <laughs> what do you mean? Eight? Oh, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. I'm already having a howler. He was born on the 18th of Cambridge Street. <laughs> Sounds like one of the Born in roads. number 18. He lived in number 18, Cambridge Street. Do you reckon that's still going? You keep telling that I'll find out if 18 Cambridge Street is still there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we explained um the record that he holds. So basically, twelve goals, twelve games. He holds the record. A man from Ring's End holds the record, which is like pretty like prestigious, ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous. Is it still there? No, that's Cambridge Road. Cambridge Road, Ring's End. That's Cambridge in, Street. That's in Rathmines, Cambridge Road. Alright, Cambridge Street. It is. Actually. It may have changed names since. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyways, um. So, Jimmy Dunn, um, he played at schoolboy level in Rings End. He played for Parkview and Riverside Athletic. These were both um, Rings End teams. They are... I was trying to find them. I was trying to find um, some stuff about them. I couldn't find anything, to be quite honest. So, um... Was it before I... Was it Cambridge Avenue? No, it was Cambridge Street. Oh, okay. I'm just... Cambridge Street. Cambridge Avenue is... uh... Yeah, Cambridge Street might be gone now. Cambridge is um, it's well known around Rings End. Everyone knows that it's, if you live it's there. The road down that goes. You, know, you, know, you know where the, dra- the drain is? Yeah. That's Cambridge Avenue. Okay. 
Right. right, so it might be that. Who knows? Who knows? But um, at schoolboy level, played for Parkview and Riverside Athletic. These teams are now gone. I'd say uh, I couldn't find any information on them. They couldn't be. I don't think that the teams like we have now with Cambridge, CY, Liffey's around the area. No, they would have preceded them. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, when he was actually here's a fun fact: when he was seventeen, his career stopped. He was playing in the League of Ireland at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was playing for Shamrock Rovers. Um, his career stopped when he joined the Irish Army during the Irish Civil War in 1922 <laughs> to 23. Which side do you fight on? Did you find that out? Or did it say? I was joined the Army, so it would have been pro tree side. So he joined the Army, like, he was conscripted. So he would have been for, like, he wasn't anti. He wasn't anti tree. Yeah, he was pro tree. So he fought with Collins and the fought boys. Fought with Collins and the boys and Cosgrave and them last. So fair play to him. Anyways, after... Um, Fuck De Valera. <laughs> Arsehole. My nanny actually cared for him. Really? And when he was dying yeah, in the 70s. Oh, I thought you meant she just liked him. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no, my nanny cared for him in the home when he was dying. That's a, that's, Jesus, that's a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever look at De Valera's grave, if you ever do, go to... Do um a tour of the last time it's It's great. If you ever look at De Valera's grave, for a man who was literally in the heart... Of um, like Ireland history, his grave is terrible. Is it? It's just like a like my granddad genuinely has a better gravestone. Than him. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's like there is Devil Air family out there. They need to sort it out. Like there's nothing. I'll show you under this. We go there for the <laughs> yeah, life. Right. Anyways, um, so after um civil war ended, Jimmy Dunn was back. He joins. He joins back Shamrock Rovers. Right, and he was doing very well there, scoring loads of goals, and then moved to third division side Brighton. Now Brighton are in nineteen twenty five. This is so he was twenty at the time moving over there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there was a lot of Irish over there because of World War One. So he would have been already. He would have been. He wouldn't have got heckled at. Let's just say. And then, after his per- impressive performances, he was soon bought by first division side, which is now uh, the Premier League. So this is Premier League teams for some of you who don't know. Um, Sheffield United for eight hundred pounds in nineteen twenty six. Eight hundred quid. You got Jimmy Dunn. Bargain. Oh, it was a bargain. Well, well I, I'll adjust that for inflation. But yeah, please do. What was it? Eight hundred pounds in nineteen twenty five. Was it? Nineteen twenty six. Eight hundred pounds. And this, to be fair, this was economic boom because the stock market crashed in twenty nine, so it was going up. Oh yes, that yeah. Yeah. So that's true. Uh, nineteen eighteen. 1920 pounds in 1926 would have gone it was around that's dollars now it's given us but yeah go on just hit me 800 dollars calculate it would have now what the fuck is going this on? is today's right this is the 20th of october 2022 12 grand 12 grand all right respectable amount of money sorry th- sorry thirteen thousand four hundred and fifteen dollars and five cent there you go there you go. So, to be fair, 13,000 quid then. There was no money in the game. Yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing. A lot of money. Until Pat Grace. <laughs> Pat Grace <laughs> and the chicken hut. <laughs> you have to, if you got that reference, or if you didn't, you have to go back to episode one. There you go. So, please listen to that. Anyways, it soon turned out to be a bargain, Jack. I'll tell you why. For over four seasons, he scored over 35 goals in every season. Jesus. With 41 goals being his best tally. What the fuck is this Erling Haaland fella? <laughs> Get Jimmy Dunn. Oh, he's unbelievable. And then in his best season, 
So this would have been his million twenty six. Yeah, no, he was he was there for a couple of years now. Um, in the nineteen thirty one thirty two season, while still at um, still at Sheffield United, um, yeah, Sheffield United. I was gonna say Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Jimmy set the record, which still holds today, for goals scored in consecutive games tw- with twelve and twelve. What a boy. What a lad. The man learned his trade on the big Astro. <laughs> on the big Astro. And he brought it to in the Tanfield. Hot- <laughs> in Tanfield. In Tanfield. The park probably wasn't even there. Would it be? No, it would have been. No, it would have been war. Oh, no, no, no. Because well, that's the new houses. I, yeah, no, I don't know when, when they built. When they built that. Someone needs to help us find that out. When they built. Where did Jimmy Dunn learn how to ply his trade? This could be a follow-up episode on new information. Yes, we may, we may do a live episode. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, he also played for the Republic of Ireland as well. Um, and this was at the time where, obviously, Civil War and then the ends of Civil War. So, at the time, before... Um, before... Um, how do I explain this now? So, before the Civil War, before all that Easter Rising, you had the IFA, who were the Ireland Irish uh, Football Association. Northern Irish Football Association is still actually called that, by the way. Yeah, the it is. It is. So that's up there in the north now. So that was when England ruled over Ireland. And then after that, Ireland, who was Free State Ireland, set up the FAI. And at the time, you could play for both teams. So there was two Ireland teams. It was a very confusing time. You can I still do say. that. You can still play for the Northern Ireland or the Republic. Northern Ireland didn't have a team, though. So it was just Ireland and Ireland. So did the IFA then become yes. Northern Ireland? Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. Yeah. So same deal as now. It's just they're not called the same thing. Yeah. So they played. He played for both, mm-hmm. and I didn't actually get like what games he. He just played twenty two both and uh, scoring seventeen times. Seventeen goals into Jesus. Yeah. That's, that's so good going from from Jimmy. So then Jimmy Dunn um in nineteen thirty three, uh, um signed for Arsenal um for eight thousand two hundred fifty pounds. How much? Eight thousand two hundred and fifty pounds. So that's a significant. Eight thousand two hundred and fifty in what year? Pounds. Nineteen thirty-three. Right. We'll 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 sort this as well. <laughs> so that's four years after the market crash. Eight thousand two hundred and fifty was it? Yeah. Pounds in uh nineteen thirty-three, and I just want to bring this up. At Sheffield United, Dunn played hundred and seventy-three games, scoring hundred and forty-three goals. That is sensational. That is outright. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just looked him up. I looked up £8,250 in 1933. Look what the first Wikipedia that came up was. Jimmy Zone. That is that is bizarre. Oh, no. They listen to you. Phones listen to you. That's creepy as fuck. I'm sorry. Um. So, sorry, I'll figure this out now. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. This is going to be dollar. So, dollars yeah 1933 was the equivalent of 175,000 today wow it went for a lot of money so he went for nearly 200 grand through sure today's money yeah which is for for the time for the, like the 30s that's a lot of money considering yeah. there was nothing in the game really is um so after uh, his career at Sheffield uh, Sheffield were actually in financial ruin and they had to sell Jimmy Dunn unfortunately well he fucking made them a good bit of money didn't <laughs> he he did yeah he did um, to be fair he actually never won anything at Sheffield you know he didn't win he scored effort, all them goals and they didn't win anything no no that is that is the manager's fault <laughs> yeah yeah that is ridiculous Um, in 1933 Dunn signed for Arsenal for £8,250 he spent three years there winning 
won first division title in 1933. Oh, he won the league? Yeah, he won the league. Good man. This is when, have you ever heard of Arsenal in the 1930s? They dominated. They dominated. I have, I have heard about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have dominated. So he was part of that team. And he was actually, um, he was a bit of a, um, he wasn't a, he wasn't a star. He wasn't a star for Arsenal. Oh, he was a bench player. He was, was more he of a bench sub. player. Super sub, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so after three years, in 1936, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, in 1936, Dunn signed for Southampton in the second division. And he was only there for one season, scoring 14 and 36 games, helping Southampton scare away, I like that, scave away, sorry, from relegation to the third division. He kept them up. So he kept them up. A man of many division. talents. Yeah. After that season, he was homesick, unfortunately. Ah. He returned to Shamrock Rovers to take up the role as player manager, where he won League of Ireland twice and won FAI Cup. Well. So fair play to him. So he won one of their... What, what, what have they got now? 18 leagues? Yeah, he won. Yeah, Two he of them won. are thanks to Jimmy Dunn. Fair play to him. And then in 1942, after a disagreement with Rovers, he left the club for arch rivals Bowes. <laughs> hey, and you know what? He done this during World War Two. <laughs> what, what a man. What a man. What a man. He wanted World War Two in Ireland. <laughs> the streets of Dublin were, were rife with... <laughs> Battles between the Rovers and Bowes fans yeah. over Jimmy Dunn. Nathan Smith is going to love this, yeah. Who, who needs my man with the moustache? You have Jimmy Dunn. <laughs> not going to say his name because the first episode we ever did, the first thing I said on it was something about that small Austrian man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. I don't yeah. think we ever put that episode out, did we? Um, It's... If you ever want to listen to the first episode, it is actually on... If you look up Tree Left Feet, episode one, it is actually on SoundCloud. Oh, it is, isn't it? It's on SoundCloud. Don't listen to it because it's recorded off a fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's recorded off a bag. Like, this is better quality. This is genuinely better quality It's a similar shit. sort of setup, but it's recorded off of a, a guitar microphone that's strapped to a bag. A really good microphone as well, I tell you. <laughs> Uh, it's actually really good. It, it's better than... Uh, we had a big one, and it's actually a lot better. Humble beginnings. Humble beginnings, yeah. Fuck that, Mike. Anyways, um, he spent four years at Bows. They're only winning the Intercity Cup in 1945. What's that, like the Leicester Cup, is it? Must be. Must be. He, they bet John to win it. Oh, right. So, uh, John Conjure AFC, which is still the same. They literally play across the road from, from Shells. Hmm. Genuinely in yes. the stadium, yeah. Then... The year after that, so this is 1946, he rejoined Shamrock Rovers for three more years. Winning took the, him back? Yeah, winning the FAI Cup. Oh, well. Before tragedy struck. Oh, no. Oh. On November 14th, 1949, Jimmy suddenly died of a heart attack in his home in Tritonville Road, Sandy Mount. Tritonville Road. The road that certain Marion College is on the back. <laughs> That's why we're number 10. Jimmy Dunn fired us to 10th place. We are European football with Jimmy Dunn. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was only 44 years old. Oh, yes, yeah, sure. He died, didn't he? He died oh. <laughs> very young. <laughs> well done, Jack. He died nine years ago. Yes, what a bloke. Yeah. Apologies, um, Jimmy and Jimmy's family. If I they no disrespect. Yeah, could well, be related to Richard. Richard Dunn. Imagine. Imagine. Or it could be related to Jimmy Dunn. The actual football the, player. The, the, yeah. the footballer now. Yeah, so um, you wanted to learn about Ring's End and the people. There's one person that m- most people have forgotten about, but not the Tree Lefty, because Tree Lefty never forgets about its heroes. We don't forget about our roots. 
Yeah. We're still in the roots. <laughs> Could you believe, though, there is a fucking... There's a football player who has came from Ring's End and done that well. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. Did it you is. know, I think we've mentioned this a few times, but Ring's End has the most international footballers <laughs> probably in the world per square mile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. there, there was actually an awful lot of footballers that played for Ireland and the Irish Free State. And Jimmy would have uh, been one of them. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. From like the 30s, 40s, 50s. A lot of them played for what's now the Clan of Gale. It was called... Uh, oh, what was it called? Was It It might have been called Star of the Sea or something. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Rail the Marley? Something like that. That's that's Star of the Sea. You know, but they, actually, they won an awful lot of All-Ireland uh, football championships. Fair and then too. a lot of them went to play for Rovers. And they went not. on to play for Ireland. I did not notice. Yeah, there's a good few of them that did it. Yeah. yeah. So that's the uh, the story of Jimmy Dunn wrapped up. Um, his sons is he's a fan like he's a um, what's the word? He's a proper like football family. Like his two sons played for Ireland. They both played League of Ireland level, and his nephew did as well. So they're proper. Um, I'd say I'd say his sons probably are. Uh, They probably are passed away now, but um, uh, I didn't look into that now. I have to say, but um. Yeah, they probably would have been born in the 30s. 30s, 40s, yeah. They he, probably. He, he probably still has family floating around, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um. So, yeah, that's it. If you are related to Jimmy Dunn and you listen to this, get in contact with us. Please we, do. We, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, please do. Hope. I mean, he lived in... I mean, he lived in... He was born in Ring's End. Died... In Ring's End. In Sandy Mount. Well, yeah. Tryonville Road, yeah, whatever. If you, you definitely must have some family around. Oh, 100%. There's a lot of dons. It, it wasn't even that long ago. What was it? 100 years? Not even. Oh, no, it was um, 44, 22, 78. 78 years. 78 years ago. That's why called sorry. Count. You, sorry. Did you hear how quick you did that? Sorry, 49. Sorry, you died. I thought you sorry in 40. And now I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm terrible. 50, 22, 72, uh, 73 years ago. 73. 73 years ago, yeah. But yeah, that's the story of. Jimmy Dunn excellently told by Cole thank you very much I must say thank you very much um, I done my research on it and um, you know what actually helped me you know News 4 the News 4 it's a very good source for, for news around the area yeah just a free co- a free newspaper if you ever are just bored just watch, just watch it just read it it's actually really good that's where yeah. I got my uh, sources from and you never know I'm actually in News 4 somehow uh, there was a stage when I was about 11 or 12 I was in the news for every single month for a for a solid year I'd say why I just different stuff football scouts uh, school yeah yeah I was I was active in the community when I was that age active and active yeah yeah fair play fair play so that's the story of Jimmy Dunn incredible story incredible and, um, story fair play we, we will do a full episode on Ring's End I think oh we're gonna have we're, to we're yeah. gonna do our research we're gonna actually go down to the news for I think that's a good yeah. idea I think we That's go to the news for or if they have archives online we will find the best stories about Ring's End yeah. and it's it's people and tell them yeah no, that'd be a great that'd be a great idea that'd be a great idea yeah so is there anything else you want to talk about uh, well I, I had a, a a bit of a story I was preparing but obviously since we couldn't get into the studio I put that on the back burner yeah I had a I had a story Last um, I was actually writing up today, and uh, I was getting through most of it, and then, um, 
incident occurred and um yeah, yeah we, were we couldn't get it yet. done unfortunately but um it was on the Guildford 4 and um I'll give you a little sneak peek for it it was the uh, life after prison oh, for the Guildford 4 interesting yeah 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 I just thought the story's been told so much of what it was like in prison but um the story isn't told what it was like out of prison and you know the man Jerry Conlon guess who wrote his book for him he's a famous actor right Colin Farrell no he's American right and they met in California and he was recently in a case for I'm not sure what it was I didn't really listen to it but it was all over it was the case was I I, I don't know Johnny Depp Johnny Depp wrote Jerry Conlon's book yeah Johnny Depp is a legend yeah what a, what a man. <laughs> he wrote Jerry Conlon's book and he had a very infamous night in Limerick. He did. He paid someone... Um, This is... No, this is when... Um, Johnny Depp did this now. Johnny Depp, yeah. Right. So, basically, the story goes... This is another mad little tangent that um, after... Jerry Conlon was on the Guildford 4 and he was released in 1989 um, after serving 15 years wrongfully convicted in prison. Terrible. Fucking bastards. Um, but... Basically, I'll tell I'll tell this for as a mini clip of uh, life after prison for the four, the Guildford four. Um, so basically, um, after they were released, um, in nineteen ninety one, the book I forget the name of it. It's Jerry Conn's autobiography. Um, so one of the days, right, Jerry Conlon, while he's writing the book, he's halfway through it with um Johnny Depp, and he goes, "I want to go see Fungi the Dolphin." <laughs> <laughs> of course he did so Jerry Conlon goes to me Fungi the Dolphin and they stay in Limerick and Johnny Depp has a wild time he does is it Kerry is it not that's where Fungi I know I know but they stayed in Limerick oh sorry, sorry. so um, they had a wild time that did and they met Johnny Depp met this girl I don't know the girl's name I hope to find it out but, but it's yeah it's definitely not Amber no no <laughs> no 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 no, no, I was thinking of someone else for some reason. Um, went on a rider. Johnny Depp met went on a rider. So basically, um, he met this girl one night. Let's just say it was a Friday night, and they hit it off. Right, brilliant. They fucking chatted the whole night, and he had a great laugh. He did, fucking brilliant laugh. Then the next night, she lived in Cork. She did. Then the next night, he goes to the bar, and she's not there. He pays. 400 euro for a taxi just to get her back to that bar <laughs> Johnny Depp is a simp Johnny Depp I hope you find that girl I hope you find that girl and she becomes the love of your life and that's how the story concludes well to be fair to Johnny it can't get much worse than the last one no no disrespect from no Um, and he did say um, the night uh, what did he say the night was amazing in um Limerick, safe to say, we conquered Stab City, and yeah, <laughs> didn't say that, did he? Yeah, he said, he said we conquered Stab City. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Limerick people won't be happy with that. Jack Sparrow is is in Limerick. We well, we're going to Limerick now, definitely to find Chicken Hole. Yeah, and Jack Sparrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool! Checking the battery on the computer. Twenty percent. Alright, we're we, 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 we don't have too long left. I yeah. had a story. I'll give you a quick rundown. Go on, go on. This go is on. about the world of Irish dancing. Ooh. So the world of Irish dancing recently has been rocked <laughs> by a scandal. 
Go on, hit now, me with it. How you can have scandals in Irish dancing is beyond me. And I was very confused by this when I first heard it. But apparently... Go on, hit apparently, me with it. So this is about two weeks ago. Uh, I'll give you the, the whole backstory. So apparently in, in July, the Irish Independent was given information, exclusive information, uh, regarding the fixing and cheating of competitions in Irish dancing. Ooh. And the fixing and cheating involved in the... What was the thing called? The It's the... It's the, the Irish Dancing Board of of Ireland, but I can't think of the name of it now. I, I had it earlier, but it's in Irish. Not to worry. I oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Right. On Commission... <laughs> on on co- Commission Le Rinky Gaelica, or the Irish Dancing Commission. Yeah. Right. So they were given these this information about fixing. So apparently, there was uh, messages being sent between coaches and judges offering to fix and asking to fix competitions for Irish dancing competitions. Now, I assume there was some sort of bribery involved and also, apparently, there was sexual favours asked for. What? One judge. Yes. What the fuck? Now, this is absolutely bizarre, I think, but it's... It, it, a mental story so apparently they, they were asking and offering to fix these competitions even some for for like for young young oh, oh my god no no I don't know if they were asking for the sexual yeah 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 people. no I would but I'd hope I hope to god not Jesus uh, the message is sent to the newspaper show teachers regularly sending judges the details of children who are competing in the under 10 and under 12 ca- dance categories that is fucked asking them to fix it Uh here, uh, they actually have an example of a message. This is so dance teacher one. I have a uh, dance at blank in a ladies under 21s competition that you're judging now. If you could help her out. Thanks. Judge. Yellow, question mark. Dance teacher one. Red and black. Judge. Yes, I will fix her now. Jesus Christ. Here's another one between dance teacher two and a judge. Are you on the, the under 18s? Judge. Yes, dance teacher two. Thank God. With lots of exclamation marks. Here we have another one. Wow, this is fucked. This uh, is a, fucked. Around noon of the day of a competition, a dance teacher three texts a judge details of our students' number, category, and previous wins. Dance teacher three, this is the message. Appreciate anything you can do. George, thumbs up. Dance teacher three, kissy face. Wow. Wow. This, oh, and here's another one. George two to dance teacher. I gave you one, a 100 today. That's your quota up for next week. What the fuck? Dance teacher four. There is there seems to be a lot of examples of this. Yeah. Have my two babies dancing tomorrow under sixteen. My son, name and number of competitor, would love a medal. Are you on boys under twelves? If so, he's number blank. George, yes, got it. This is fucked. This is fucked. Um well everyone gets the gist of it now. I don't think we need to read anything yes. else. Right, that, that was all the examples. So. Okay. Well So there you go. That's Apparently, I I'd never heard of this. I had not heard about it today, and I actually just seen a TikTok on it, and I was like, I'll do a bit of look into this. Yeah. So the Irish dancing world is being rocked, and the Oireachtas have now asked the Oireachtas is the government, House of Parliament, yeah, uh, have asked the uh, what was it, the CLRG, the Commission Larinki Gaelga, <laughs> to look into this and you know have a proper investigation. That's what's needed. Fix it. That's what's needed, yeah. 
Um, I know the head of the CLRG has said we're not going to comment on this as it's a terrible issue that we're having and we're going to deal with it internally. So hopefully the absolute sick freaks that are asking for sexual favours to rig Irish dancing tournaments of kids get the proper hiding they deserve. Yeah. But it it's bizarre. And then this morning when I was looking at it, apparently two uh, senior members of the CLRG resigned. Whoa, alright, yeah, now, yeah, right. Just because you're Liz Trust, <laughs> right? Just because you think you're going to go down that path doesn't mean you're out of the water yet. Yes, it's... You dirty fucking bastards. Where, I where, where, hate people like that. Where are we? Where are we? For an extra few quid, and for that, what you said earlier, I'm not even going to mention that. That's fucking vile. Here we go. The Irish Independent, is, we're getting all our information off this, so you better be right, understands that Orla Nebrain, the vice chair of the CLRG, and Sean Hennigan, the CLRG's vetting officer, both stepped down following a meeting on Tuesday night. Hmm. There's no smoke out for is what I say. And, um, yeah, I think we're definitely... Uh, well, we're definitely going to have to touch on this again when, when there's further developments. But it's a very interesting story because... That's very interesting, What yeah. the fuck's happening in Irish dance? And the last big thing to happen in Irish dance was Michael Flatley, and that was in the 90s. <laughs> so, you know... Oh my god, he's gas, yes. He's gas, Michael Flatley. <laughs> he apparently directed a movie and it was like the worst rated movie ever. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> I didn't see the movie, but I just seen some of it. I think he's doing another one. Oh, Jesus Christ. I genuinely think he's doing another one. Please, um, I'm going to find that out. Michael Flatley's making another film. I think he is. Or it's based on Michael Flatley. Yeah, that's probably... I think that's one. it. And I think it's directed by Michael Flatley. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Isn't he American? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh soft day much today, Holly. He just he just speak all this Irish. He does. If you ever look at um Mario Rosenstock, he does a gas impression of him. He's yeah, from, no. from Chicago. For yeah, no, he's sake. from Chicago. He is flatly. He's married to Neve O'Brien. He must have just most Irish name you could ever think of. Neve O'Brien. She's from Mead, and they got married in Fermoy, which is in County uh, Cork. Fair play to him. Fair play to him. Hopefully it's near Kentstown, Mead. For the, her living in Mead. Yeah, I know where from I is. Because Kentstown, Mead is where I lived for like five years. Oh, yes, yes. We've touched on that before. We have, yeah. You could call me a culture or you could just say I'm a inner city kid. No. No, <laughs> no, no you couldn't. No, you You're couldn't. not an you inner couldn't. city kid. No, I'm not. I'm not one of them. I'm not one of them. A but young fella. A young fella, yeah. I think that's everything. I think that's everything we want to touch on. So we touched on the story of Jimmy Dunn. We touched on the schools. That sounds awful. <laughs> uh, we spoke about the schools. Yeah. And we spoke about... I won't say we touched on the Irish dancers as well because that makes it sound even worse. Yeah. Um. Well, if you've got to the very end, I just want to say thanks very much for listening. Um. I think this is our... I just want to point this out. This is our first time doing this with no no one to help no one like brand or anything like that um so it's just the two of us so if the mics are bad cut us some slack we're only two 19 year olds um and to be fair i don't nothing jacked on at all i'll be honest so um yeah it's our first time producing it for the first time and uh i think i think it's gone pretty well yes this was for the, our first time this was the first of a makeshift episode that we're doing on our own of the tree leffy podcast without the help of brand yeah it's so hopefully it's good 
Hopefully, it was it was very last minute as well because we weren't expecting to get to do this. Yeah, yeah, we thought so. we thought we weren't doing anything tonight, and I was fuming. I was genuinely fuming. I was, but um, I'm glad. I hope to God this works now. I but um, know. is this gonna cut out at an hour? Because if so, we have fifteen seconds. Grants. I don't think it is. Well, if it does, we just end it here. But Thanks yeah. very much for listening, and um, we will see you next week for episode three. See you now. Goodbye.